once again for listening to What Happens in This House Stays in This House Strength Over Silence Podcast. Thank you once again for listening to me. I am Tammy Montgomery Dozier. It is a privilege as well as a pleasure to talk to you guys every week. I thank you for your feedback. And I do thank you for listening to me each week. So with everything going on, and I know I talk about this a lot, I guess, because that's what's going on. But I want to talk about when doors open. And I have this quote that says, our lives are the result of all the doors we have walked through. And our continued growth depends on our willingness to keep moving into new spaces. So I want to bring up this time when I worked for this company. And um, they were getting ready to close the department that I was in. So everybody in my department started jumping ship and interviewing and everything and moving out. And so I ended up not being able to call. So I interviewed just like everybody else. And they were like, well, you didn't have enough experience. I'm like, well, the people you just hired didn't have any experience in that department either. So I still didn't understand why I couldn't go. I I really, really wanted to go. So one day somebody said, well, set something up with the uh, vice president of the company. And I I did. And uh, I went to him and I said, well, listen. When I came in here, you had me in one of the hardest departments. Nobody nobody even wanted to do the job. So you have me here, and I came in here with no experience, and I know how to do the job. I said, so I'm not understanding why I can't go anywhere else. So the guy was like, okay. And I said, you know what? It's not rocket science. So I don't see why I can't move anywhere. Yeah, I was kind of bold on that. We're talking to the guy in the company. I was like, it's not rocket science. So I don't see why I can't move up. What makes me so different than everybody else, you know? And here it is. I'm thinking that I'm the slow one, you know? So uh, when he said, you know, what is your background in? I said, well, I have my undergrad in computer information systems. I had no idea they had that type of position in the company. But he said, well, let me look into something for you and I'll see what I can do. Okay, one week later, I got a call from HR and told me there was a position available in the department. I had no clue existed in the company. And it was for my undergrad is for because I have computer programming experience. So that's where I come from. And so I went on the interview. This is no joke because I had never like really done the job before. It would be be my first time uh, entering into this because I had just gotten my undergrad degree. So I went to the interview and he was like, well, I need you to do this. I said, well, you know what? I don't know how to do that. But if you give me a chance, I'll show you that I know how to do it. And so he would show me some things on the computer and I would get it. I'm like, okay, I got that. Then he said, so tell me how you do this. I said, you know what? I have no idea, but I guarantee if you give me the job, I will learn how to do it. And so I remember leaving out the interview and my mom said, well, how do you think you did? I said, I got the job. And that was the worst interview ever in my entire life. Everything he asked, I did not know how to do. I just had it in my mind, but if you just give me a chance, I will know how to do it. And that, that, that taught me that when it's something for you, everybody else was going somewhere else. Doors were closing in my face everywhere within that job. But this one door opened for me that I had no clue that existed. So sometimes people, when that no keeps coming at you and it's something that you want so bad, Sometimes that no is actually a yes somewhere else. I had to learn that. So now when things happen in my life and it's something that I really want, I reflect back to that time and say, well, maybe that's just not for me. Maybe there's a different door 
that I need to be entering. Maybe there's a new space, a new time, something else I need to be doing. And that is how I've led my life ever since then. I realized that everything that I may want may not be what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. I pretty much say, you know what, when I wake up in the morning that I'm just a student of the world and whatever it is that it has to teach me that I'm just going to go there. I have no idea. I have a plan, my plan that I want, but I don't have the plan that was set out and created for me. I never thought that I would be in the place that I am right now. Never thought that I would be an author, been doing what talk shows. I've been doing many different things, actress. Oh my God, none of these things were in my plan for my life. However, doors begin to open. Things begin to happen. And so because I began to follow the path of whatever was laid before me, then things began to happen beyond my wildest, my wildest dreams that I could even imagine that would happen to me. So sometimes you have to be open. Sometimes when those doors slam in your face, you just got to go with the flow and say, you know what? I know that there is something greater for me. I know that this just cannot be it. I know what I know, and it's my favorite saying, I just know what I know. I know that there is something different, something that I am supposed to be doing. Now, I have this clip from Tyler Perry from when he won an award, and I believe an icon award with BET. So you guys just take a listen. I want to say a special thanks to BET, my new family. I can't wait to get started over there with our new shows. Thank you so much for this. To Scott and everybody over there, thank you so much. To Viacom, Shari, who's here, Bob, everybody. Listen, from my heart, I want to say thank you. I couldn't help but think about my mother. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. <laughs> I couldn't help but think about my mother. I remember being a kid, about five years old, she would take me into the projects with her when she played cards on Friday nights with a bunch of women. Now, these women didn't have more than a 12th grade education, but they were smart black women. They were powerful black women. They had great stories to tell. And I was a five-year-old kid sitting there on the floor playing with my matchbox cars, listening to them talk about their men, their relationships, and their pains. And when one of them would get really sad, another woman would come in and make a joke, and they'd all start laughing. I didn't know I was in a master class for my life. I would get home, and my father would be beating my mother and doing all kinds of things and saying all kinds of stuff to her, and he would leave the room, and I'd walk in, and I'd imitate one of those women, and she would start laughing. There was a power in that that I didn't really get until I got older. I remember being about 11, 12 years old on my way to my new school and I got to this uh, intersection. I had to walk past pimps, prostitutes, walk through, literally walk through a graveyard, get to this intersection, six lane intersection. And there was a man standing there saying, will someone help me cross? Will someone help me cross? And there were all of these people that kept passing by him and passing by him. I said, I'll help you cross. So he told me he was going to my school and he was gonna sell candy there. That's how he made his living. So I helped him cross the street to get there. We became good friends. His name was Mr. Butler. That moment reminded me of my mother bringing her out of, laugh, out of pain into laughter to help her cross. My first 10 movies were all about her subconsciously, wanting her to know that she was worthy, wanting black women to know you're worthy, you're special, you're powerful, you're amazing. All of that was about helping across. When I started hiring people like Taraji and Viola Davis and Idris Elba, they couldn't get jobs in this town, but God blessed me to be in a position to be able to hire them. I was trying to help somebody cross. 
When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so the young black kids can see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. The studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross. While everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So. Thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BET. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank you. What do you guys think about this? I love, love, love this speech. And I love that when he says that somebody is waiting for you. So somebody's life is tied into your destiny. So if you don't get out there and do what you're supposed to do, then somebody else won't be able to do what they're supposed to do. You understand that? So if you're sitting back just waiting and not doing anything, somebody else is also waiting because they're waiting for you to get started in something that you're supposed to be doing with your life. So if you don't get started in your life, then what are they supposed to do? Your destiny is tied into somebody else. And I love the part when he says that he's making his own table sit to sit at. And sometimes we get so caught up in somebody else preparing away from us on some things. And sometimes we are the one that's supposed to be getting it ready for somebody else. We're waiting for somebody else to do it for us. But hey, somebody's waiting on you too. I'm a member of this organization, SPA, Speakers, Publishers, and Authors Association, and it's led by Dr. Wilkins. If Dr. Wilkins had not decided that I wanted people to be authors and I wanted to direct stage plays and he decided that he wanted to do all these things to help, my destiny was tied into whatever his dreams were. So right now I'm an author. I've directed my own plays. I've done so many amazing things things and teaching and being on talk shows and doing all of these things because somebody else walked into whatever destiny that was created for them. So remember that doors open for you. Even if they sometimes they shut, remember there is always going to be another door. And it's not always what you think it is going to be. But sometimes you just have to go with the flow and know that there's a path, know that there's something created for you. And you're going to know when it's right because everything will just fall into place and will just line up. Let me tell you, I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you what I know. I just know what I know. And I'll be able to share you, you know, more about that right now. I got some things in the works and that I'm very excited about. So I'm just telling you, doors open all the time, but you just got to be prepared. 
And that is another thing. When those doors are there, are you prepared to walk through them? You know, sometimes they say when preparation meets opportunity, you have to be ready when it happens. So you just can't get, once it opened, the door is open, you say, well, okay, well, now I'm going to get ready. You have to be preparing for whatever it is that's supposed to come your way. I can't, listen, I just know what I know. You just have to get out there and do it. So my topic today is when doors open. Our lives are the result of the doors we have walked through and our continued growth depends on our willingness to keep moving into new spaces. Again, I am Tammy Montgomery Dozier. Thank you for listening to me. I truly appreciate you guys. I can be reached at 773-251-5537. Website, connectedbyloveconsulting.net. You can purchase my books on amazon.com, which is called Addicted to Pain and From Fast to Freedom. Again, thank you all for listening. Enjoy your week. 